Good morning, and welcome to this special release episode of Crime Over Coffee. We're your host. I'm Abby. And I'm Erica. This story is being released outside of our regular schedule because it is very time-sensitive. This story is about Rodney Reed. He is a man that is believed to be innocent and is set to be executed in just a few days on Wednesday, November 20th, 2019. There is a petition that can be signed on freerodneyreed.com to try and stop the execution or at the very least postpone it. This is Rodney's story. So pour yourself a strong cup of joe and let's dive on in. On April 22, 1996, Stacy Stites was supposed to show up for work for her 3.30 a.m. shift at the grocery store about 30 miles from her house. When she didn't show up, one of her co-workers called the police, which I thought was a little strange that she immediately called the police. I don't, So I don't know if there was, I couldn't find anything, but I don't know if there was any reason for her to immediately be concerned. Yeah, that's not a typical move that fast. Yeah, when I've had coworkers not show up to work, I would call them and then typically I'd even call other coworkers and see if they could just come in and help out. Mm-hmm, definitely. So her body was later found that day. Uh, she had been raped and strangled. At the beginning of the investigation, police labeled Stacy's fiance, Jimmy Fennell, as a suspect in the case. He was a police officer at the time. But about a year later, a man named Rodney Reed, who was an African-American, had been arrested for the attempted rape and murder of another woman. And they compared his DNA to the sperm DNA found in Stacy, and it connected the two. Because there were similarities in the two cases, they started to investigate Rodney, who told them that they'd had a consensual relationship, and that's why his DNA was found in her. There were family members that came forward and said that Stacy was in a consensual relationship with Rodney and that they were having an affair, even though Stacy was engaged to Jimmy. So at the trial, the DNA match was used as evidence against Rodney, but other than that, they really had nothing. Hair was found on Stacy's body that did not match Rodney, and his defense tried to show the jury that her fiancé had been a suspect in the case as well. It was noted that the jury was made up of all white men and women, and they think that this also could have had a play on the decision that the jury made, as he was an African-American and it was all white. The jury found Rodney to be guilty and then decided to sentence him to death, mostly because he'd had past allegations of rape. However, he had only been charged in one case and was later acquitted. There had just been accusations made against him, but he was never actually proven guilty or sentenced to anything for those. So the jury heard of the previous cases that he'd been accused of, and they decided that capital punishment was the best sentence for Rodney, which I think is a little extreme and i'm going to go into more of the details of this case specifically the main reason that they went with it was because he had been accused before in the past rodney has continuously said that he is innocent and he would have never killed stacy and there's multiple things in the case that just don't make a lot of sense you can go to the rodney reed website to find out more you can also i went to the times um 
website and there was a lot of information about it on there as well. One of the things I thought was weird was that the murder weapon that was used to strangle Stacy was a belt and they never tested that for DNA. I can't imagine why you would not test that. I think that the reason that they never tested it was because it was one of those situations where it wasn't going to go in their favor and it wasn't going to fit the Rodney Reed outline. Yeah, it's one of those where they decided who it was and try to make the evidence fit that as opposed to finding evidence and finding the person that goes with that evidence, which, you know, would make sense. (laughs) Exactly. So the Innocence Project has repeatedly requested that the belt be tested for DNA by the Texas Court of Criminal Appeals, but they keep denying it. I just don't understand why they can't test it. It either, I feel like testing that could really just solve this case once and for all because it's it's the murder weapon is the one thing that was for sure at the crime scene and you can't really deny dna being on that i agree so they talked about how the timing was off based on what they said in the trial but then what they said outside of it i couldn't figure out exactly what part of the timing was off but they do believe that she was killed just before she left for work that morning so the dna evidence that the prosecution found said that it was a consensual relationship and like i said multiple witnesses including stacy's family came forward saying that the dna evidence found on stacy would make sense based on their consensual relationship so they basically said that rodney reed broke into stacy stites car while he was walking on foot as she was driving And she was inside of it, and he committed the brutal murder and sexual assault and didn't leave any physical evidence behind other than this small amount of DNA sperm found inside of her. Wait, he broke in while she was driving? Yeah, he, like, stopped the car somehow, or maybe she was stopped at a stop sign, but she was driving on her way to work, and they're saying that Rodney broke into the car and was able to commit this crime, but not leave a trace of evidence. Okay. That was kind of what the prosecution was going with. Um, the original suspect in the case, like I said, was Jimmy Fennell, which was her fiancé at the time. So he was a police officer, which I think kind of goes in his favor in this case. So... His friend, who was also a fellow police officer, said that Jimmy was giving them completely inconsistent accounts of his whereabouts at the time of the murder. Every time they asked him where he was or like questions about that night, he was giving them all different stories and constantly changing it. Even though he was a prime suspect, police never searched the apartment that Jimmy and Stacy had shared for any sort of evidence. So they also said that at her funeral jimmy walked up to the casket and was reported to say that she got what she deserved that's not oh that's not something you say to your murdered fiance is that right yeah if you're actually truly mourning her Mm -hmm. so it gets a little worse with jimmy he in 2007 was accused of rape by a woman that he had detained while working as a police officer in texas and so he had kidnapped her and then raped her so he pled guilty to the charge of kidnapping and improper sexual activity and was sentenced to 10 years in prison so he was just released in march of 2018 but there were other people that came forward and said that 
when he was a police officer, he used that to his advantage and would sexually assault women. I can imagine that if a police officer assaults you, it would be really hard to come forward with something like that. Oh, absolutely. So during this prison sentence, Jimmy is allegedly confessing to the murder of Stacey. Oh, like to fellow inmates or? I believe it was to a fellow inmate is what it looks like. He said that he had killed her because of the affair with Rodney that he was having. And the exact quote was, I had to kill my N-word loving fiance is the exact statement that he told his fellow inmate. So we could conclude that he's a little racist. (laughs) Yes. So there's all these things that are adding up against Jimmy. And then this one piece of sperm DNA found in her from a consensual relationship that are cooperating. Like, I'm not sure why this guy's still on death row at the moment. You know, and death row seems like quite the ruling for him with that little of evidence. Well, and like I said, the main reason that they... So, in Texas, you can send somebody to death if they murder somebody. That's the law. So, they were able to send him to death, but... The main reason that they chose to do it wasn't because of this case. It was because he'd been accused of other cases in the past, but all cases that he was found innocent of. Uh, And really cases that probably, if he was found innocent of, they shouldn't have been brought up at court. So Charles Fletcher was an officer at the time that Stacy was murdered, and he said that Jimmy had been talking to him about how he knew about this affair that Stacy was having with Rodney Reed. And so... There are multiple people that confirm that Jimmy knew about the relationship with Rodney. He was jealous of it and he wasn't a fan. So I'm not saying that this man is completely innocent. Maybe there is some sort of charges that should have stuck. I don't know. That's not what this case is about. But there is a very high chance that he did not kill Stacey Stites that day and has never killed anyone. And therefore, he should not be put to death for a crime that he did not commit. If you want, you can sign the petition on freerodneyreed.com or to at least have the execution postponed so that the evidence can be tested and they can investigate further to see if Rodney is innocent of this murder. Like I said, that he's going to be put to death on November 20th, 2019. If you go to that Free Rodney Reed website, you can sign the petition. You can, there's phone numbers on there for you to call for the governor of Texas. On there, there's also like bullet points of what you should say when you call to talk to the governor. He's stopped executions before in Texas and he can do it again. Even if there's a slight chance that Rodney really didn't do it, and and Jimmy actually did, I think that we owe it to Rodney to try to give him that chance. So once again, that website is freerodneyreed.com. And if you can sign that petition, uh, the sooner the better. The mystery has been solved. Here at Crime Over Coffee, our go-to caffeinated beverage for every episode is Fire Department Coffee. And you can get some as well and save 15% with our exclusive coupon code CRIMEPOD15. Owned and operated by firefighters and veterans, 10% of all their proceeds go directly to helping sick and injured first responders. And with an incredible range of flavors and caffeine strength, it's a company that all of us can easily support. So please go to firedeptcoffee.com and use our coupon code CRIMEPOD15 to support us, support them, help first responders, and get some incredibly tasty coffee along the way. 
You can find us on Instagram at Crime Over Coffee or on Facebook at Crime Over Coffee Podcast. You can also email us your thoughts and case suggestions at crimeovercoffeepod at outlook.com. If you would like to support us, go to anchor.fm forward slash Erica Abby. Donations to our podcast are greatly appreciated and go into making the podcast possible. If you like us, you can recommend us or give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to us on your podcast listening medium. Thank you so much.